peoples of the worldwide federated internet, what's good? Appreciate you being here. A couple days ago, I posted something about the U.S. Constitution on my Instagram page, and my admonition to people was get very familiar with the U.S. Constitution because I think, well, I think this has already been going on. There has been an effort to propagate something that is not true and to keep propagating this thing so that people don't believe what they see with their own eyes. This is what we see going on is actually very dystopian as far as the approach of media propaganda. I say myself that Operation Mockingbird was never scrubbed. If you do not know what Operation Mockingbird is, it was a CIA program for propaganda throughout the media and if you think that is a conspiracy theory, you can go to freedomofinformationact.gov. There is a search option. You type in Project Mockingbird and it will actually link you to the CIA website and documents that came out after all of this was released. So this is not a conspiracy theory. This is this is truth. This thing actually happened. Now, to what end I believe Operation Mockingbird is still going and what's their purpose, I can't tell you all of that. And the only reason I say that it's still going, it is clear to me that when things are said that are obvious lies, not not like it's something that, oh, they said that and maybe it's kind of half truth or I could see how they said that or maybe it's slightly misleading. No, there's things that are said that are just outright complete and utter lies. And when I hear it, I think to myself, why would this person who I'm fairly confident actually understands what they're saying and actually understands the weight of what they're saying? Why would they why would they propagate this thing that's clearly a lie? I don't I don't see the purpose in this. The more and more time goes on, I think the purpose is if what's this saying? If you tell a lie loud enough and long enough, people begin to believe it. And I honestly believe that that's, that's what's happening. Things are said, they're said on a consistent basis. Um, I'm going to get into something dealing with that, but I'm going to save that for another episode. I was going to mention it, but I'm going to save it for another episode. And it's probably going to shock you. It's something that you've heard over and over again. But when I go over the details, you're going to be like, oh man, I've been lied to this whole time. Trust me when I tell you, I'm beginning to realize even myself how much I've been lied to about so many things my whole life. And and this is the thing. It's things that you never think to question. And the reason 
you don't think to question these things is because people always say these things, right? So you're thinking to yourself, if people are constantly saying this thing, whatever this thing is, then clearly this must be true. It has to be true because everybody says it unbeknownst to you. It's not true. It's just that nobody ever thinks to fact check things that they hear on a consistent basis. Because if you hear authorities say it, if you hear people you respect say it, if you hear teachers say it, you tend to not question it. I'm going to get to something that was said by the White House press secretary. That's what, you know, brought all this about. When she said it, my mind went to something in the U.S. Constitution, but I thought maybe I'm tripping. And before I could actually get to my Constitution and go read it, somebody else said the same thing I was thinking. So I was like, all right, I'm not losing my mind. I, this lady, there's no way. Well, I say there's no way she doesn't know this, but I'm I'm beginning to realize that many people in Washington actually have never read through the Constitution, nor nor do they understand and or respect the U.S. Constitution. And this is the very document that they swore to uphold. So I want to go to this uh, video and you're going to listen to what Jen Psaki says and then I'm going to go to the U.S. Constitution and see, does this actually back up what she said? So we're going to go to this video on YouTube. And here we go. Play the audio. What's the president's message to businesses in Texas? You mentioned several of them who are based there. Yeah. Um, when it comes to what the federal guidance is now and now with the state executive order, what would the president say to those companies as they're determining what they should be doing right now for the vaccine mandates? Well, we know uh, that federal law uh, overrides state law. Uh, I would note that uh, earlier when we put out our guidance uh, on the president's uh, announcement about mandate. Now, did you hear what she said there? I'm going to rewind it back and let it play again for you so you can hear this. Hear this? Take it in. Doing right now for the vaccine mandates. Well, we know uh that federal law uh, overrides state law. Uh, I would note that uh, earlier when we put out our guidance. Now, she uses a tactic that I've actually used in the past and I've abandoned since because I realize it's actually manipulative. When you're having a conversation with someone and you say, so we know, well, if this person doesn't hold to the belief that you have, then to make the statement that we know, ah, that's kind of a what's the what's the term a misnomer i believe that's the term I believe i'm using it so i'm using that right it's it's not actually true we don't know maybe i believe something and this other person doesn't actually believe that and what you do is to manipulate them you say well we know so then people who are listening they say in their minds it's a it's a psychological tactic oh yeah we do know this but what Jen Psaki says is not true. She says, and we know that federal law overrides state law. I'm going to go to the U.S. Constitution. I'm going to read the 10th Amendment. This is the supreme law of our land. And I'm going to show you that what Jen Psaki just said is, in fact, not true. OK, so the 10th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution says the powers not delegated to the United uh, 
to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectfully or to the people. So things not explicitly covered in the U.S. Constitution doesn't automatically go to the power of the United States. It goes to the state. That power belongs with the state and the people of that state, right? So when you deal with something such as a vaccine mandate, the government says, okay, we're going to, you know, mandate vaccines. This is not something that is delegated to the United States by the U.S. Constitution, right? Power over medical procedures, right? Or medical proceedings, however you want to say it. So this would be something that is on the individual state and the people in that state. So the federal government says, hey, we're going to mandate a vaccine. And state X says, uh, yeah, no, you're not. We're, we're, we're not doing that. And, you know, whatever reason, whatever law that state decides to pass, that state law supersedes that federal law because that is not covered within the U.S. Constitution. You know, I never thought I would make some of the arguments and say some of the things that I find myself saying as of late. So the civil war, there, there are several issues that happened during the civil war. Slavery was egregious. It needed to be fought at every end, right? We all know that practice was egregious. The thing about the civil war is the civil war. Slavery was used as the crutch, right? And, and slavery was a, a, an overriding issue during the Civil War. I'm not going to make light of that. But also what was encompassed in that Civil War was also the right of states. And the argument that was made by some states, because there was many issues, like I said, there's many issues intertwined into the Civil War. Slavery was the big overarching issue. It, it was the main issue. That was the main stage. Also, uh, what was being argued over during the Civil War, during that time, the philosophical arguments was the right of states. Right. This is something that we have been going back and forth with for many years. I'll give you I'll give you an example of where states right state rights trump uh, the federal government. And this this is what gives me encouragement in the United States and in our system and in our way of government. And this should give many people encouragement. The state of Texas passed a law. This was uh, the beginning of this year, I believe. So if you know anything about firearms and about what's called uh, NFA items, uh, suppressors, short barrel rifles, you have to get a tax stamp. There's all kind of information that goes to the ATF in order to buy one of these items. What the state of Texas said is if you buy a suppressor made within the state of Texas and it never leaves that state, you, you're not required to have any tax stamp or, or, or any uh, ATF NFA certifications to buy that. You can go buy it in the state of Texas. If it's manufactured in the state of Texas, as long as it stays in the state of Texas, this is an instant that shows the power of the state government over the federal government, because if you understand the U.S. Constitution, if you understand 
what the founding fathers set out and what they wanted to do. The founders did not want the federal government to have supreme authority. They did not want a large federal government. We are all, all of the, this is what, see, you have to understand what we agreed to. The problem is many people in the United States don't understand what we agreed to because unfortunately American history is being attacked for several reasons. I believe one of the reasons I believe American history is being attacked is because they don't want you to understand our founding documents and they don't want you to understand your own country. There, there is people in play that do not want you to understand your own country. So here's the deal. The United States was set up as obviously United States, right? There weren't 50 states when we started, but the, the states that were there that were established, they united under the U.S. Constitution. They all agreed to the U.S. Constitution. When you read the U.S. Constitution, there's certain things that are delegated to the federal government. And because they did not want an overpowered central government, they made sure, especially with the 10th Amendment, they made provisions whereby the things that are not delegated and notice the wording. This is what I love about the Constitution. This is when I tell you this is a brilliant document, the Constitution is not a perfect document. Don't 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 put words in my mouth, but it is a brilliant document. You can disagree with that. You're welcome to disagree. I personally believe it's a brilliant document. But listen to the wording of the 10th Amendment. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. What this does is it actually strips the power from the central government to just say, we're going to do X. The states can all individually say, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. constitution doesn't give you that power. So we say, Nah, son, we good. Federal government, you want to make some mandate about, you know, whatever. The U.S. Constitution didn't give you that power. We say, nah, we good. This is the brilliance of the U.S. Constitution. It removes the ability from the central government to just decide at any moment they're going to change the rules on the fly and do X, Y, and Z. Because every state can say, no, that's not what we're doing. And uh, furthermore, the beauty of the United States is if you are in a state where let's say that state decides, yes, we agree with the federal government and we're going to do X, Y, or Z. You can move to another state. This is the beauty of the United States. This is one of the reasons why I am really, really against restrictive movement. Because what I believe could happen, I'm not saying this is the plan. Maybe it is the plan. I don't know. But what could happen is certain factions within the government can decide, you know what? We don't want people to be able to go to state X. 
We don't want people to be able to go to state Z. So we're going to restrict their movement and we're going to tell them, unless you do X, Y, Z, you can't move from state to state. I'm against any, any ruling that restricts movements from state to state. This is a beautiful country with a beautiful document. We're not a perfect place. We have a lot of things to be weeded out. And I think all of us, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this again. I said it before I said it in, uh, in one of my stories on my Instagram page. If you are not familiar with the U S constitution, please, please read it and become very familiar because if you don't know what the constitution actually says, it'll be very easy for you to be bamboozled. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty people.